Shit 90 Shows Taught Me was not filmed before a live studio audience. Welcome back to Shit 90 Shows Taught Me. I'm Jess Sterling here with my co-host, Sarah Ferguson. Sarah, how are you? How do I know you're not an imposter? <laughs> um, you wouldn't because I'm dressed identical because this is what sociopaths look like. They just dress normally. Mm-hmm. You would never know. I'm pretty sure you're an imposter. You're just Jessica B. Sterling. <laughs> Except Jessica A. Sterling. I knew it. Yes, but you know what? It's fine because by the end, I'll just, I'll just, you know, regain my memory. It's just yeah. a little bit of amnesia. I just got to get struck by lightning. Just a little bit. Just and a little bit. I'll be back to the regular old me. Yeah. Why are we here today, Jessica? We're here. Special bonus content. We love to see it. Um, it fe- Now, hear me out. It feels a little late for Halloween. However. But hear me out. Go on. <laughs> Um, this film is perfectly timed because of the new series coming out yeah. entitled Wednesday. What? Okay. That's a great, a great point, Jess. Thank We're you watching the Adam's, Adam's Family also. I didn't even say that yet. Adam's yeah. Family. Adam, the Adam's Family. Now, I was going to say that's an excellent point. However, four seconds into this movie, they're like, boop, 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 boop. So then I'm like, frick, is this is a this Christmas movie? It's <laughs> Adam's Family secretly a Christmas movie. <laughs> Exactly. But then it's in between Halloween and Christmas. So actually we've planned this out perfectly. Yeah. No, we nailed this. We absolutely nailed this. It's the perfect time between Halloween and Christmas. And we couldn't have found a better guest. We've been trying. It has been a long time coming. There's been times, so many times where we're like, okay, this person's coming on. No, wait, we have to reschedule. No, wait, it's happening. Everybody ring the alert bells. It's happening. The one, the only amazing Latanya Starks is here to chat with us about the Adams family. LT, how are you? Hi. I am too legit to quit is how I am. <laughs> um, because Adam's too legit to quit. Mm-hmm. Yes. As, as we know from the famous soundtrack to <laughs> this movie, which I owned. As a child. You did? I did. That's so funny. The Adams Family was my personality, basically. Like, once I... So, I... First of all, I'm happy to be here. I'm glad that my schedule finally opened up. 
<laughs> yes, we made it happen. And and before we dive like full on into all of this and all this movie and everything, mm-hmm. it honestly couldn't have been better timing for you either yeah. because Wednesday, the new Wednesday. series is coming out very soon and you're going to be podcasting about it over on Post Recap. I am. I, along with the great Marissa Garza, will be podcasting, <clears throat> excuse me, about Wednesday, Wednesday, as some people like to call it. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to call it Wednesday. And uh, yeah, Jenny Ortega is playing the titular role so i'm excited about it and yeah i i've always been excited about it i've always been excited about little goth ladies going about their business (laughs) (laughs) causing trouble Mm -hmm. uh just like every iteration of of wednesday adams i've been there for the one on youtube that's really popular i watched all of those um there's a youtube series <laughs> about a YouTube wednesday series adams about wednesday adams yeah it's That's really fantastic. funny um, oh my god check that out yeah. yeah i think the thing i knew because okay full disclosure i had never seen this film before i watched it for the first time really wow yeah, here's the reason why and this happens a lot with movies we cover on this podcast it when i was a child if i was watching like if i was like you know if i saw like a poster for a movie or like a, a trailer for a movie and it looked scary zero percent chance i was ever going to see it and just the visual of these characters and the poster looks terrifying there's a disembodied hand just walking around Uh and so there was no chance i was ever going to watch this as a child and then time passes you become an adult you just still don't see it lt you famously love like everything horror and and you know kind of dark and scary yes um me i was the exact opposite giant baby over here and so (laughs) i never watched this and watching it today i was like oh my gosh i'm so sad i never watched this when i was a kid because it's so funny it's so funny and it's it's surprisingly um appropriate for a movie made during this time uh, yeah, not a ton only, bad about it. No, like, there are that, only a couple really, um, jokes that are just like, oops. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Which for uh, us, watching a lot of 90s content, yeah. I feel like a lot of stuff doesn't hold up. And so yeah. this yeah. held up surprisingly well. It held up really well. And um, I I wanted to be Wednesday Adams when I was little. Like, I, I grew up watching the original show. Um, yes. On Nick at Night. On Nick at Night, yeah. Yep, Nick, same. Nick at Night really forged so much of my personality me too um i love it so much it was the original binge watch yeah what were your shows of choice on nick at night um i used to watch a lot of stuff i i loved patty duke Hmm, i never saw patty duke yeah was a huge fan of patty duke and everything that was going on with these cousins who were identical um, Ooh, yeah it's, it's like sister sister before the patty sister, duke sister. show yeah kind of yeah only sister, it's sister. just one it's just one it's sister. just patty duke yeah oh, okay uh, playing <laughs> two <laughs> different roles okay um, i also loved bewitched loved bewitched yeah um i loved the dick van dyke show mm-hmm. um what else uh, of course uh the monsters um so many they're they're just i'm just trying to think they're like a million different shows and then Mm -hmm. of course i love lucy was always oh yeah i love lucy was always on i was a big fan of ig magini in addition to the shows that you listed i actually have like this the dvd box set of all the i dream of genies oh really yeah i loved her 
I loved her because she, she like you know like we always look up to you know kids that you could or people that you can relate to so like Jeannie was like this little blonde girl with blue eyes I'm like yeah. she's so cool and she has like she's like awesome and but I love it to be witch also um Gilligan's Island yeah who doesn't love Gilligan's Island I watched a lot Island. I watched a lot of Gilligan's Island on Nick at Night see I don't because I like LT the ones that you're naming I definitely didn't watch besides like i watched some i love lucy mm-hmm. but i was mostly in it for um at night they would always have like a back-to-back where they would have the cosby show which now whooshki um yeah. they had um my my personal fave was um freeze company mm-hmm. <laughs> so that i feel like Which that was in like doesn't hold up five now. years later than lt and i are talking about because yes. then you had yeah. you had threes company you had the facts of life you had growing yes. pains yes oh. you take the good you take, you take the bad, bad. you take, take them, them both, both and then, and then you, have. you have yeah the facts of life i was exactly. like very much a joe stan <laughs> in the facts of life you which like me like truly well, of course you love Blair like we all know you love Blair <laughs> stop it no but the thing is is like Joe was like I feel like very very early representations of like LGBTQ yeah. um, in media right like yes. she was very much very anytime early. there was a like quote-unquote tomboy right like right. a more yeah. masculine oh female character I was always like yes my girl go get dirty go roll <laughs> in the sand yeah, like- yeah. so um for me when it came to the Cosby show, which was a show that like I grew up was like appointment television for my family. Mm-hmm. Um, that was something that I watched more like live as opposed to watching a bunch gotcha. of reruns that was later. I would recommend this documentary uh, called We Need to Talk About Cosby um, that a lot of comedians came together and made, especially like black comedians came together and made after in light of all of the Mm -hmm. convictions. And I guess then subsequent uh, non conviction Mm -hmm. of Bill Cosby. Um, But yeah, it's just, it's, it's a documentary that I think if you grew up around that time and you grew up idolizing, you know, the Cosby show for everything that it showed, like it was, it was, our first representation of a, of a professional family, like a professional black family where there was a mom and a dad and they had both gone to college and they're both like doctors or whatever. And mm-hmm. um, a doctor and a lawyer. And, you know, they, they're just like solving problems as a family. That's something that we desperately needed to see on TV. And now with history and hindsight being 2020, everything is like, it feels like it's been torn asunder from having that yeah. representation. And that's, yeah. a, that's a that's a big shame because I mean, although it's called the Cosby Show, there are many other actors that contributed mm-hmm. and cast and crew as well that um, contributed to that movement of you know having television that's needed to be seen that people Americans can relate to. So it just right. I hate when stuff like that is taints all the good that it did yeah mm-hmm. yeah because one it's because of one person's most most likely one person's like terrible actions that it like completely makes it impossible to go back and feel like you can watch it without mm-hmm. feeling yeah, those without feeling just disgusted yeah honestly and a lot of things are like that too right now in media right like i know personally myself i can't i can't go to the harry potter series for comfort anymore oh yeah you know it's a lot of things have been and it sucks because there are important things that like from your childhood that that series teaches kids but like it's still it feels so 
ruined now. Same thing with the Cosby show. I think a lot of these shows, there's very similar situations where like there's one person from that series that's like, you, I can't, I can't watch it anymore because of that person. Right. Mm-hmm. And like, like you were saying, Nick at night had so many of these shows that a lot of us grew up on that were like, um, it was a way that we saw television that like maybe our parents watched. Like I'm talking like Brady bunch, you know? Yeah. Oh yeah. Like, that's a big yeah. one. Yeah. I used to love the Brady bunch. Um, like you said, bewitched there's Beverly hillbillies family matters was another one. I remember oh, watching. Yeah. Full House, like Family Ties, Growing Pains. All of them. Like, I I was so into, and and I guess it makes sense now, given, like, what I'm doing. Mm -hmm. Uh, But I was so into television when I was growing up. Just, you know, not that TV raised me. Like, you know, my grandmother was basically, like, our full-time parent, and she didn't work. So um, TV was very much a treat that you got to have because you were good. And mm-hmm. I always made sure I was very good because I loved, <laughs> loved yeah. watching TV. So like, I feel like anytime anyone brings up a show from the 90s, I'm like, yes, I remember where I was when I watched that. I remember what, yeah. you know, and I remember kind of the power of Nickelodeon because, you know, that was a that was a network that and the Disney Channel were networks that you could come home from school and switch on, and then you yeah. had your programming block from when you got home yes. until you fell asleep at night. Yes, and it was so different back in the day. Like, I mean, obviously now we have streaming services and everything, but back in the day, it would be like, okay, three thirty is like Boy Meets World on ABC Family, and then I'm going to mm-hmm. switch to this, and I'm going to watch, you know, this show that's on every day at this specific time, and you could count on it. Same thing with like my family. Like every, I remember every single weekday on NBC at seven thirty reruns of friends were on yeah and we always watched those together as a family and I think that's something that like Sarah you and I really love about the 90s is it feels for us very nostalgic and it feels feels like like warm blanket it does which is just what you need in the winter cup of tea yeah so Jess you've never seen the Adams family I just want to clarify no I've never seen the Adams family obviously I'm not a moron I know what the Adams family is I know the like, I know oh, that. Actually, that's a great question. Do you know that song? Because you two also had to do a TV medley um, thing when you were in chorus in school. Because oh, I feel no, like I think every I just, this is just pop culture, right? That everybody oh, knows. I this guess song. so. Yeah. I feel like every single school, if you were in choir or chorus, you always had to do this like TV medley where yeah. you go through like every single like popular um yeah like a sitcom or like What's the other one show? is it the which is the one i think it was also nick and i where it's like the andy griffith show oh that might be it and it's like and it has like the whistling right yes um yes that one was on see that's the thing that's the reason i know theme songs is because yeah. i grew up watching like nick at night yeah exactly and but, you're yeah. you're totally right sarah uh if you were in chorus or choir there was always going to be the teacher that made you do the like <laughs> TV show medley. Yes. Yes. And, and I remember, you always had to snap and it's so much yes. pressure to snap with at both the right fingers. Time. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, with both fingers at the right time. You have yeah. to have a, mm-hmm. I mean, talk about rhythm. Like that's like you, you have to use all your rhythm in there, but that's that there. The theme song might be like the, the thing that's like extremely infamous after all this time. The theme song is iconic. Yeah, uh, the, and so that was simple. specifically for the the nineteen was it sixties 
Uh, oh yeah the show yeah Yeah, so it originally was a comic strip and then they turned it into a television show in the 60s obviously then this came after that and on Mm -hmm. in 91 and then uh no one can forget the infamous adam's family gymnastics routine performance what What is this google this it was an elite uh gymnast that did this routine i'm trying to think of her name uh i'm gonna find it out and then i'll let you know but uh it was like this woman reagan smith is her name she almost went to the olympics but like her her coach well her coach overtrained all overtrains because she's still coaching all of her gymnasts and uh turns them into head cases but you know um the the routine itself was iconic and it was one of those things that whenever it was on television or whenever it was performed, like the whole audience would go wild because everyone knows this song. Yeah, it's it's iconic, right? I think that's, uh, in my opinion, I think the two most iconic things about Adam's Family, as someone who just recently watched it, is the theme song and then like the general like uh, cinematography and like mm-hmm. style, the design, because. I have seen, like, this is still, still to this day, people dress up as these characters for Halloween. Oh, yeah. They're so, yeah. It's, first of all, it's easy because you can, like, you don't necessarily need to, like, buy a, it's not like Superman or, like, you right. know, you don't need to buy a costume. You could buy a lot of black clothing. You know, yes. Uncle Fester, you're a bald guy with, like, all black <laughs> on, you know? Yeah. It's very easy and to it, recreate these Being costumes. Morticia is just something I aspire to every day. <laughs> yeah, she's yes. fabulous. Absolutely. Can we just talk fabulous. for a second about angelica houston and- oh we need to talk oh, about the cast in general yes. yeah my gosh that woman looks amazing in this movie yeah i read that she had to wear some kind of crazy corset like a metal like, yeah, I'm corset sure. isn't that awful metal and they corset. like pulled her skin you know they're like so yeah the routine was the metal corset she had tapes that and i've seen this before it's tape that is attached mm-hmm. to string yeah and you put it on the side of either side of your eyes and then it pulls it back to give that cat eye almond shape to your eye Pre- i that do that each. every day there's <laughs> there, there are people actually that do that every day i feel um, yeah and then as well as oh, I, I I don't remember, but there was a whole beauty routine. I mean, just the, the whole routine in general, right? Because she has like the beautiful red nails, the red lip, the yeah. like oh, the iconic nails. smoky eye. Yeah. The, right. You know, the very uh high brows. Right? Very, like, high very high brow. And and her skin is like, you know, seven Porcelain. shades whiter like than yes. it typically yeah. would be. I, I just can't imagine how much time, especially and these days, you know, you think of like hair and makeup today and how the yeah. products are so much better for the skin. Um, yes. Than they she must used have felt so cakey all day. I know. I can't imagine how she must have felt, but she probably just looked in the mirror and was like, oh, I look great. So- oh, yes. <laughs> fabulous. I've always been a little spooked out by her because of uh, the other 90s movie. I think it's 90s. Um, oh, the, the witches. The witches. So yeah. that movie terrorized me as a child. <laughs> I really can't, I can't watch it. Like it's so scary. But um, she's fabulous, the most fabulous. What yeah, is I she love in? her. Um, she's in tons of stuff because she's Everything. like from that famous famous Houston family. 
Mm, absolutely. Yeah, she has a very long IMDb list here. Um, a, l- a little bit of this, like, a little bit of that. The thing is, is the other thing about this film, I found, like, the casting to be just, like, absolutely outstanding. Like, I feel like there's no dud amongst all of them. Yeah, the um, Royal Tenenbaums is probably something that... Oh, I love the Royal... That's one of my favorite movies I've ever seen, of course. Yeah, she's she's uh, later in Buffalo 66, another Christina Ricci movie. Yeah, she, she does quite a well. few Wes Anderson movies, because she's in Darjeeling, well, once she's you... in Life Aquatic. Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) Wes Anderson is kind of like Tim Burton that when he gets his like claws into you, then you (laughs) you have work for life. Yeah, Mm -hmm. for sure. Um, Um, Yeah, so second second in the IMDb here we have uh, Gomez Adams played by it's Raul. I I don't know. Raul Julia. It is Julia. Okay, I was like, Mm -hmm. is it Julia or is it Julia? Um, unfortunately, I I had read that like, gosh, he had like stomach cancer. Yeah, like, he died not long after the movie. Yeah, it's the really sad because I felt like specifically he had this like very charismatic energy about mm-hmm. him that drew you in. That character yeah. had me in stitches so many times. <laughs> yes. I think Such him a and passionate lover. Him and Morticia. Yes. I was like, oh, it's so steamy. I know. I was just like. Call me Karamia. Um, <laughs> do you feel like their love is everlasting? Like there oh, might yeah. not be a couple they, that is more in love. No, they are into some freaky shit. They're that couple <laughs> that you're like, you see them together, yeah. like out and about. And you're like, that's that person. Like, okay. Yeah. I don't believe in soulmates, Sarah. Like we've talked about this. I don't oh. believe you'll have like oh. one single person for mm-hmm. yourself. Like, I think you could love multiple people throughout your life. <laughs> she yeah. said as her husband is in the next room. <laughs> <laughs> he understands. But the thing is this, this duo, it's like, you see them and you're like, that person found their person. Like that yeah. person yes. found their yeah. weird ass counterpart. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I actually, I, it's kind of interesting how this movie did not have a focus of a Adams family origin story because I would like to know like how they found each other in this oh, crazy like a Gomez world. and Morticia love story. Yeah, mm. in this crazy world, like how did these two find each other? Because they really are cut from the same cloth. Do you know mm-hmm. they like they do weird shit in bed all the time too? Because when she's yeah. like strung up, like being yeah, like, tortured, when she's being tortured, she's like, oh, you've done this before. Yes. <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh, you know, anyone yeah. who sleeps in that full face of makeup, uh, <laughs> which we, yeah. we've seen well, the, that she does. The only thing we found out, Sarah, is when they're like having this cute little chat, they say, we first met years ago. It was an evening, much like this magic in the air, a boy, a girl, an open grave. It was my fierce funeral. <laughs> you're so beautiful. Pale oh, you're right. They, they met, met at a funeral. They no one even looked funeral. at the corpse. Yeah, which is so perfect. But again, I would also love to see that, right? Like, yeah. I'd love to see a little flashback scene. I'm um, I'm exactly the type of person who would meet someone at a funeral and be like, huh, okay, this is an interesting It happened in man. Sex in the City. Remember, there was Did a it? guy who would, like, prey on widows. Oh, Do you remember that? Yeah. I, I yeah. didn't watch nearly enough of that show to be, like, a... You watched enough. Yeah. Just trust I, me I definitely it. watched enough. I got that None of that it holds part. up now. Samantha's uh, the only character that's rootable now. Exactly, and she's not even in the show anymore. No. But, uh, but yeah, so Raul Julia... Um, was just kind of a great prolific actor um uh puerto rican actor notably Mm -hmm. um and he was in like a lot of really great 
movies from the 80s and 90s. He was in Kiss of the Spider Woman, Presumed Innocent, Tequila Sunrise. Just like a lot of movies that you hear about if you like film and mm-hmm. you study film at all. Mm-hmm. Um, you would have seen like Life of Sin is one of them. Um, the Penitent. Just like uh, very actory movies if that makes any sense mm-hmm. critically acclaimed movies critically that, acclaimed movies yeah, that yeah that had, had like a an, an impact and a um on like how film is made and a following and from the last thing i heard this was years ago so i wonder if this is still a thing but i heard that uh his life story was going to be done and he was going to be played by oscar isaac oh okay excellent and is it not happening anymore? Or not what? sure. I just, mm-hmm. I just know that, mm-hmm. like, I was looking around online, and I remember seeing this in like a People magazine or online on People. Yeah. at some point. <gasps> you know, it's very interesting. You say that. So Oscar Isaac and um, Raul Julia share a birthday, March 9th, which mm. just happens to be my birthday as well. You're a Pisces too. I am, yeah. Wow, there are so many Pisces in my life. Yeah, we're I love decent, a Pisces. We're decent people. We're yeah, decent no, people. I love a Pisces. Thank uh, you. With the, I guess the exception of the person we were talking about before we got. <laughs> <laughs> They're all Pisces. We we're talking it's about amazing. Olivia Wilde because That's I can't not talk about hilarious. Olivia Wilde. birthday she is, is wild. <laughs> yeah, her birthday is March 10th, so a day after. Uh, oh. me and Oscar, my good friend Raul. Uh, <laughs> my, my, my homie Raul. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we're all we're all a little in there. You're all yeah, I love the late Pisces. I loved him in this film. I just thought like you could really feel the energy between uh him and Angelica Houston. Like yeah. I just thought they were just so perfect together in this uh in this film. Um, next week we have to talk about Uncle Fester, Christopher Lloyd, <laughs> most notably from Back to the Future. Mm-hmm. Um, absolutely hilarious. It took me no time at all to recognize him, despite the fact that he is like wearing a fat suit, has this really weird afro on at first, <laughs> and then he's bald. <laughs> um, but I, I mean, uh, obviously the whole plot of the movie for those who like didn't rewatch before this is that like Uncle Fester has been missing for 25 years. Um, and, uh, there's this guy, you know, turns out to be uncle Fester in the end, but that like looks just like him. Um, his name is Gordon and they're like, oh, you're going to pose as uncle Fester to infiltrate the house. You need to find a hidden vault because that's where they keep all their money. Um, and this is all based on the, the lawyer, their lawyer is having this con because he owes a lot of people, a lot of money. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. And so, yeah, we have Uncle Fester played by Christopher Lloyd. I mean, yeah. It's a it's a downside of keeping all your doublooms in the vault in the I basement. I know in the vault. I mean, yeah. speaking of TV shows that you would have watched on Nick Knight, he was in Taxi. Oh. Oh. See, I never watched Taxi. That might have been Danny- one that was on. No. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. In Taxi. I just I remember that theme song really, really poignantly in my Is head. It- Get in my taxi. I'll be waiting for you. <laughs> You're just singing Three's Company. <laughs> yes, that's it. Exactly it. It's I don't know if I know. No, it actually is. Taxi, taxi, taxi. We all love a taxi. You is know, it that, really? That cl- no. Oh, I was thinking, you forgot me. I made you out of metal. Taxi, taxi, taxi. <laughs> we all love a taxi. 
Oh, I don't know. That should be a theme song now. <laughs> <laughs> what is Somebody actually did. Taxi's theme song? No, it's now just a, it's just instrumental. It's like yeah. See, if you were in band and you did the TV show medley, yes, you would have done. That. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah. But playing, pretending to play the flute, doing the Taxi song. Uh huh. Like Lizzo. I don't oh, know God. how to play the flute, but I was in flute for a very long time. I just well, pretended. I just moved my fingers around. I get it. I played the clarinet. Did you know how to play though? Oh no. Yeah, you just move your fingers <laughs> yeah, around. I, I'm a singer. I don't I don't like know how to play instruments or read music, frankly. Yeah, me either. And I yeah. I, I I'm marrying into a family that are all musician musicians and I still don't oh, know how to so read. Well you better learn. No, uh, we tried, yeah. they tried. Like when I first they started tried. Dating, I was taking <laughs> piano lessons with his mom. Oh, and um, it was very sweet, but either I... very sweet or a total nightmare. <laughs> she was good to me. <laughs> but after you know what it was, um, it's really funny because uh, as we talked about earlier, like the very first thing that I learned how to play with in piano is um, Hedwig's theme. But then what got me really caught up was I just can't wait to be king. I couldn't learn it. It was hard. (laughs) It really threw me me off. I stopped playing after that. Nobody's saying do this. Yeah. Never. I never learned that song. That's rough. It's a hard song. Yeah. You gotta Make start with hot cross buns and go from there. <laughs> I did start with hot cross buns. <laughs> I did. Um, then go to Yankee Do It All. Yeah, and yeah. then graduate to Taxi, Taxi, Taxi. <laughs> we all love a taxi. Exactly. Um, but yeah, Christopher Lloyd I thought was really fun in this movie. Like his expressions, like the way his eyes get really big. Yeah, he's so emotive that I found it like because he's. You have to imagine he's acting like through all of this like. Like there's a Cover. lot going on with the yeah. visuals, the, the eyeliner characters. around, like the soot around his eyes. Yes, there's yeah. a lot that like you could, if you're a less actor, you could just fall sink into it versus pushing through what you're covered yeah. in. Yeah, and he was wonderful. I absolutely Were loved him as a concerned about the fact that he was a scam artist at all as a person who's never seen this movie. No, I knew from the very beginning that. Well, I didn't know he was gonna actually be Uncle Fester. I thought there was a potential situation and where he was like the lost twin of uncle fester or something oh that's very um and he was just gonna replace uncle fester in the house but i knew based like once once he was like really like getting along with the kids and he does the whole thing where he gives them the stuff for the play and they just douse everyone in fake blood oh my god so I was obsessed. A great scene. That, I that... obsessed with that scene. I could watch it over and over again. The people in the splash zone. I was dead. <laughs> I died. Their faces was... at the end, <laughs> and then the Adams family is just like bravo. Yeah. <laughs> How much blood? Like gallons, gallons, and gallons of fake blood. It was I mean, so the fun. stage was covered. There was puddles everywhere. It's yeah. fantastic I, masterpiece. And then, like leading up to that, I will say that one of my favorite scenes in the show is when Morticia is walking with the teacher, and the teacher is like, "I'm concerned about Wednesday," and <laughs> and then she goes, uh, "This little child did their uh, report about the president," and the way that Morticia looks at her. <laughs> yeah. Yes, because it. isn't it? It's it's the first George W, isn't it? It is. Yeah. And, and she's just like, "Are you concerned?" Yeah. And I'm like, "You should be." <laughs> Did you speak yeah. to her parents? Have you called her parents? Yes. Yeah. No, this movie has a lot of fun moments like that, where um, like very uh, this is one of those movies that it feels very 
Clue-esque or like Young Frankenstein-esque where- Frankenstein. Yeah, Fra- Frankenstein. <laughs> um, where you have to, and those aren't even my types of humor necessarily, but I thought this movie did it really well where they had a mix of like physical comedy and like really funny jokes. And you have the moment where Wednesday is walking by with a knife, like a full on <laughs> kitchen knife about to go stab Pugsley. And she's like, is that for your brother? And when Jay just like nods so. and she's like, no, no, no. And then she hands her like the biggest meat cleaver I've ever seen in my entire life. They're pro, like, smacking your siblings around. Absolutely. They are. They're electrocuting your siblings, even. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's totally course. fine. They have a functioning electric chair in their home. I love it. Wow. I lo- I, this is, I wanted to be Wednesday Adams so, so badly bad. when I was young. Yeah, was yeah. Let's, so, let's we, yeah, talk we about have to, We have to switch Wednesday. over to Wednesday, played by the one, the only, the fabulous, the lovely Christina Ricci. We love, we love her. Ricci. My we love heart her. soars whenever she's on my television screen. Like literally from Yellow Jackets yes. to Casper to Adam's Family Casper. to Now and Then. Everything. Everything oh, she's in. Now and Then. Yeah. Oh and my then gosh, that we, movie. It's so good. We covered we talked it to, yeah. like two years ago. One of our first movies that we probably covered. And it's just like still one of my favorites. I would go watch it today. Like, yeah. it's so oh, yeah. good. And yeah. it's one of those movies, Latanya, that we talked about. The fact that, like, not enough people talk about it. No one talks about it. And mm-hmm. it, it is iconic in so many ways because it was just, like, the, like, who's who of 90s teenagers. Yes. Mm-hmm. And then some of the most prolific women um that played their older counterparts yeah rosie o'donnell rita hayworth melanie griffith demi moore and demi moore rita hey rita wilson excuse me yes of course (laughs) i mean rita 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 hayworth coming back from the dead from the dead (laughs) yeah yeah Yeah. that would have been impressive but (laughs) no i will take rita wilson instead love her um yeah it's We've, such a good movie and like Christina yeah. Ricci is like such a big part of that. Yes. And I loved seeing her as young a little young Wednesday Adams here alongside Pugsley. She's Pugsley. so tiny. She's so teeny tiny. Yeah, um, this was her third movie. This was before no Casper and Now and Then. Uh she was in Mermaids was her first movie with Cher. Oh my god. Can we do a a shit 90s yeah. taught me about Mermaids because yeah, Absolutely we can. I that movie I can't. I think I have it memorized. I've never seen it. What? Oh my gosh! It's I've never so seen good. this movie. I'm pulling it up right now. It's 1990 so good. American family comedy drama in mm-hmm. Christina Ricci's film debut. What does it say? Yeah, uh, but Winona Ryder's in it. Oh, we love Winona Ryder. Yeah, she Come is on now. Come on, a now. very troubled young Winona Ryder. Oh, okay. Well, that's getting added to the list. Okay, I'm sold based on seeing a bathtub. With sharing it as a mermaid, yeah. Yeah. a very teeny tiny, adorable Christina adorable Ricci, adorable Christina, Ricci. a Winona Ryder that looks like she's <clears throat> in high school. Yep. Um, I'm obsessed. I need to see this. It's it's so good, and yeah, I just so because of loving that movie, finding out that Christina Ricci was going to be in this movie and playing Wednesday, someone that I already loved, because I don't think Wednesday in the show gets nearly enough screen time like there there is definitely way more focus on her parents in the show yeah um you know for for good reason and also just because the the quality of child actors can vary 
Absolutely, um, they can. Yeah. So sure. I have a question because that's a really good point, LT. Because mm-hmm. I think the thing. So again, being someone who is like tangentially knows of Adam's family before now, I have, it's always people are obsessed with Wednesday. Like anytime people are dressing up, anytime they're talking about it, it's always about Wednesday. The new show we're getting is about Wednesday. Is that as a result of Christina Ricci playing Wednesday Adams in this film? I know there's a sequel. I also haven't seen Adam's family, like family values or something. I think the sequel's better than the original. I agree. That's what I've heard. And is, is, is um Wednesday's part bigger in that film or is it yes. just kind of all together like people love her? No, this is because of Christina Ricci for sure. Um, her part in the second movie, she's basically the entirety of the second movie. Oh, the so that's plot why people are revolves around. Okay. Yeah, the plot kind of revolves around Wednesday and Pugsley a little bit. Because not that she's not fabulous in this film, but mm-hmm. like you said, like she doesn't have the biggest part in this film. Right. Like her parts that she's in are fantastic. But I was like, if I'm looking at that, it's kind of like, okay, well, Wednesday and Pugsley are like in the same scenes together, but I've never even heard of Pugsley. Never right. in my life knew a Pugsley Adam existed. <laughs> <laughs> so no offense, Pugsley. You were wonderful, but Pugsley, obviously I'm Pugsley's from a little generation. voice is so adorable. Like yeah. when, when they're like, have you seen your sister? Not since the mamushka. <laughs> <laughs> Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. Um, so cute yeah Wednesday Adams I I thought this was wonderful because um I loved watching her her and Pugsley fight the whole movie yeah I thought it was just glorious they're so supportive of each other too like it's like they just live to torment each other but there's no animosity it's not like they that's just their lives yeah that's yeah Yeah. it's not like there's jealousy amongst the kids they're just Mm -hmm. like I torture you, you torture me, uh-huh. and then Wednesday's like, I torture you a little bit more than you torture me. Right, because I'm older. And that's mm. kind of like how our dynamic is. And, and then we stand outside in the in the thunderstorm with an antenna together. Just <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll electrocuted together. Yay. I loved them. I especially loved, like, too, when they started hanging out with Uncle Fester, and, like, it very much reminded me of, like, a relationship I had with one of my uncles, and he's since passed. And so, like, oh. I especially just had, so- I just felt that vibe of like that one uncle that you like that always yeah. is like sneaking you things that maybe you like shouldn't have or you know what I mean yeah, like, I yeah. My, such a special relationship I loved it my, the reason that I haven't seen this movie in such a long time well one of the reasons is because my aunt um I think actually took me to see this one and we we owned this and the second movie mm-hmm. and my aunt loved these movies um and you know she's since passed as well so i totally know what you mean like there is always that one aunt or uncle and and i had both because i i still have my uncle is still alive he was married to my aunt who passed um and they were always getting me things that like they got me my birds when i was little for example Mm -hmm. birds yeah i had uh two parakeets uh named pook and duke and they lived (laughs) until like they were 15 or something really? wild. yeah they lived to be uh, really old 
I love birds. I'm like very pro bird. Parakeets are adorable. Yeah, they're very sweet. But yeah, like it, I, I loved that relationship. Uh, you know, him like seeing the two of them fighting mm-hmm. and reciting Shakespeare and being like, no, 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 that is not how you kill someone. <laughs> you go for the jugular. What's happening? Yes. It's uh, so funny. It's so funny. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I love I love the siblings, um, Wednesday and Pugsley. We also have Lurch, who in this film he's he's mute, like all he does is like kind of grunt. Yeah. Um, but his the overwhelming presence of just this large fellow. Yeah. <laughs> opening the door. He's so he large. And uh-huh. he uh he was seven feet tall. Holy guacamole, yeah. I'm wow. looking at his thing. Seven foot three. Yeah, That's he wild. was he was a giant, uh, born in, at the Hague, in the uh, not Never like at the Hague, but like <laughs> you know, yeah. What's the Hague? Um, so it's a it's a place in the Netherlands, but it's like the country's administrative seat of power. Oh wow, fascinating! Whoa. Yeah, there's there. I I've like uh, from debate like read all of this stuff about you know the Hague being just kind of. A, a wild politically active place yeah um hmm. where like a long time ago there were all kinds of gothic terrors her- occurring oh, wow. oh yeah huh yeah he was in the witches of eastwick have you ever seen that movie jess i haven't yeah, he looks very familiar to me like i've seen him in something else but i don't black. In, he was in dr sleep um, I don't know what and that Gerald's is. Game. Did Might you know have been Men in Gerald's Game. Mm-mm. Um, these are both Mike Flanagan uh joints, as mm-hmm. they would say. Huh. Um, he basically, if you're like, there are a couple guys out there who play uh very tall men or like creatures, and there's yeah. the, there's a guy who played the um oh my gosh, what is like Slenderman. Right. There there's the guy who played uh like the creature in the movie where the woman has sex with a fish that won the Academy oh, Award. Yes, yes, yes. I remember uh, that. What is the name of that movie? I don't know, but I know what movie you're talking about. I just can't think of the name of it. Google <laughs> what movie does a man have sex with a fish? Um, a woman. A woman has sex with a, a woman fish. has sex shape with of fish, water. Sorry. The shape of water. There we go. Um and that guy is uh, Doug Jones. So Doug Jones has been known to play like all kinds of roles um, mm-hmm. that like Pan's Labyrinth. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hocus Pocus 2. He has a role. Hellboy. And then there's this guy, um, Karel Strukian. Strukian? Strukian, I think. Uh, um, listen, your guess is as good as mine. Probably <laughs> he, better. He basically plays all of the outsized um like giants yeah essentially in cinema and so i was wondering if that was him in gerald's game and dr sleep he plays very creepy characters in both of them mm-hmm. in dr sleep he plays a real life man who um was like had kind of like a giant giganter syndrome um and also like a, a another deformity and he would just come into people's houses and watch them 
Ew. Oh my oh, god. No. No. Yeah. He was put on trial. I think he's in prison now. But horrible. It, yeah. And in Gerald's game, if you ever I don't know if either of you would ever watch it because it's a horror movie. Mm-mm. Um, it's based on a Stephen King story. Ah, that makes sense. Yeah. Um, um but yeah, I've I've definitely seen him in lots of stuff before, and he and Doug Jones are kind of the go-to guys for that kind yeah. of stuff. I, I thought he was wonderful though. Like I love when the kids come up to do trick-or-treating at the house and they just <laughs> um and i especially love him uh his conversation with cousin it cousin it was one of my my favorite things to see in the movie because as a kid like you if you were a kid and you had long hair you always did the thing where you put all your hair over your face right and like my parents would be like oh you cousin it like you just know what cousin it is if you You had long hair you do and I, i didn't i had no idea that cousin eight was kind of like a like a BB-8 or like a R- like R2-D2 where it was just like noises that you can't understand but everyone else seems to. Yeah. LT, do you remember if that's if Cousin It didn't really speak in the show as well? Yeah, I don't think Cousin It said a thing in the show. Mm. I think it was also Squeaks. Yeah, it was just but like... Also, Cousin It has games, so got that. Apparently. Yes. Yeah. the wife with the lawyer, um, the, the businessman. Yeah, I mean, imagine how unhappy you would have to be (laughs) to date a squeaking hair-covered, yeah, human question mark. We don't even know. Imagine the shedding. Imagine the amount of vacuuming you would have to do. The grooming. Yeah, the conditioner. Too much. A lot. A A bottle. Just bottles of conditioners a day. But yeah, because he's very well groomed. He's just hair. He look, yeah, his hair is very well groomed, but it's still very concerning. Does yeah. he have a face? We, we, we will never know. We yeah. will never know. I yeah, don't we have think no idea. so. What? I, what is it like? What is cousin? It have we? Has there been, ever we don't been know. a study about mm, this? Let's see. What mm-hmm. is like cousin? Need. It. Uh, cousin. Oh, look it. how long and oh, luscious. I T T. Wow. Um, oh, it's two T's. I did not know that as I well. Neither yeah. did I. It's a diminutive her her suit being. Her suitism is excessive body hair on parts <laughs> of the body where the hair is normally absent or minimal. Oh, so it's a condition. Huh. Oh, he has an IQ of 320. Oh, very intelligent. <laughs> He's often attired in a How bowler hat know? and round sunglasses, and he speaks in high-pitched gibberish that is only understood by his family. But but and that woman. Yeah, well, yeah. She, the woman she gets it. Apparently, she, she got she it. She got it. Let me tell you, she, she got, got it. it. <laughs> um, they have a very happy life together. No, I was so excited to see Cousinet um in the movie. Um, I was just like, I was thrilled. It was just like, I don't know. I was like Cousinet sighting. I'm like, what? Yes, this is so great. It must have been so warm that costume. Oh, right. Definitely. And the vehicle that Cousinet arrives in is like goals. I love that oh, little car thing. Yes. yes. I don't know the what car that for was. One. Yeah, but that was that see that's how we save the environment people yeah. they're going to have to <laughs> now that he's part of a couple they're going to have to get a bigger vehicle oh no. yeah and that's it's true they are and what happens if they have their little hairball babies then they're definitely Ew. going to have to <laughs> yeah, get another so, vehicle speaking of babies the woman who uh who is playing cousin it's love interest i guess in yeah. this uh the scene, Ophelia. Ophelia. That's her name. The scene Ophelia where, Frump. Lord, of course. 
it's a name <laughs> the scene where she uh her she's like at the little like recital with her son and she yeah. like takes the handkerchief and licks it and then like cleans off her son's <laughs> face is like oh she just like squishes his little face together she, too and is that stop. is that jesse camacho do we do we know because oh, that on. that guy's a um a post show recaps like patron. Oh my gosh! Wait a minute. Yeah. Okay. First of all, I guess Jesse Camacho. Shout out to uh, Jesse Camacho is a post show recaps patron. But now I'm looking. No, it is. No. Uh, it is not. Okay. But I would agree that that little kid does look he like Jesse Camacho. Camacho. I was like, that would be really weird if that. I'm was going Jesse. through the IMDb, seeing if I could uh, find. I don't remember what the kid's name was. Neither so. do I. I don't know if they looked- gave it. I will say he looked very familiar to me. Like, okay, I've definitely seen him in something else. Um, but yeah, when she was like, she full on like squishes his face all over the place yeah. and then takes her handkerchief and just slobbers on it and wipes it all across his face. It's like, girl, find a wipe. What are you doing? Yeah, what are you doing? And why are you doing this in front of everyone? And yeah. I, can you imagine how mortified you'd be? My yeah. mom used to do this terrible thing to me when I, when she, whatever she would pick me up from school. <gasps> which uh wasn't often because she worked a lot but she would pick me up from school and i had really bad skin growing up it's only it's been a blessing that my skin is evened out the way that it has um and so she would like pick at my pimples what um, oh, no like, in front of everyone <gasps> and, oh, uh, and that just like immediately gave me like visceral flashbacks when i Why saw would she that do happen. such a thing i don't know it was it's just like a mom thing that you do and you ruin your children's lives in the process <laughs> um, I like, get off my shit man I was just like, mom god no, yeah i've terrible. seen like ants the stereotypical ants that like pinch your cheeks or whatever but not not the school play yeah no that was disgusting so i mean her falling in love with uh just a hair person (laughs) completely in line with what we know about this woman so she gets to groom him constantly she's (laughs) living her best life oh i didn't Um, even think of that it really is a match made in heaven it really is what we need to talk about that we haven't talked about yet is thing thing because MVP of the movie, I gotta Thing tell is my you, favorite character, and it probably creeped you out in the beginning. But the thing is, number one, a workaholic. When they had to go get jobs, Thing was the only one that was efficient at their job. Truly, Thing, Thing was is doing it. Zooming round, Thing is rubbing um Gomez's head. Thing yeah, is a tapping out Morse code. Thing yeah, saves is- the day with uh, yes. Morticia being in trouble. Thing like manages to communicate with a single hand and yes. never complains, yeah. not once. No, no. I absolutely loved Thing. Thing yeah. is my favorite. I'm now, obsessed. Do you do you think that like is Thing one of their um staff members? Is Thing a family, it's a member? family member? Is it a like a pet? No, I what thought, do, it, what do you I thought think? of it as like a pet, honestly. Like a um, like a loyal dog. Because you have to think, what is a thing? How does a thing come to be? You know, it's See, just I thought kind of- it was just its name. 
It's a thing. It's a yeah, but it's just an animate hand. Oh, here like, we go. You... I have an answer oh, via god. wiki. Thank God. Okay. Uh, in a flashback episode on how Gomo- Gomez and Morticia met, it is revealed that Thing has been with the Adams family since Gomez himself was a child, suggesting Thing is the son of an earlier generation of hand servants. <laughs> oh, it's a staff member. It is a staff member. It's hired help. Yeah. It's a hired oh, hand. Man. Apparently, though, <laughs> Morticia has always been very appreciative of Thing's services, and her frequent thank you, Thing, is one of the best-known lines of the series. Okay, so she's appreciative of her staff yeah. members. I do love whenever nice. Thing is like wanting to get someone's attention and it's just like, yeah, like <laughs> just snapping, snapping, like pay attention. Now, do you think I... that Thing needs, wait, hold on. Number one, is Thing a left hand or a right hand? I think it's a right hand. Right. Yeah. It's a right hand. It's a right hand. Yeah. Now, who do you think that like, he need or they need a right a, a left hand <gasps> well apparently in the 60s television show there were more hands introduced in the episode morticia meets royalty there's lady fingers, <laughs> lady fingers. <laughs> Sassy. Maiden, it was the servant of aunt millie um that's hilarious a thing and lady fingers fell in love oh there we wow go. how do you even reproduce as a thing uh, um, here, here's my favorite bit of thing. <laughs> here's my favorite thing that I've learned about thing What's is that, that uh, thing is played by actor and magician. Oh, <laughs> Christopher Hart. We wow. love to see it. You need to have a magician because you like. There's a lot of like sleight of hand yes. tricks. Yeah. yeah, I, I just think that honestly, given that this is a movie from the '90s. And there's really no, um, there's not a lot of parallels in terms of just having a disembodied uh, hand. You know, the CGI is not terrible. It's not. That's the thing. It's from 91 and the CGI isn't even that bad. Like, it's a little silly, but like, it's also intentionally silly. It It feels like they're leaning in. Yeah. Yeah. Also, can I just say that Christopher Hart also played a a character called The Hand in a movie called Idle Hands. Oh. So he's like the hand guy. The hand guy. Yeah. Um, and and I I appreciate how like the cutoff point just isn't doesn't make it gross too. Oh no! Yeah, it's 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 not gross at all. Um, yeah. Also, apparently, you could see Lady Fingers in Halloween with the new Adams Family, the 1998 series revival. Oh, then I'll have to apparently go you check it out to see how Lady Fingers is. Um, wow, not yeah. just a Veruca Salt song. Actually, Lady what's Fingers. the nail situation with Lady Fingers? Let me look it up. Lady because Fingers. She could be really get a career in Ace um, ASMR. Mm. oh if she has nails if like she really nice. nails um yeah. she's well manicured certainly not as long of nails as morticia like very much like yeah. you could still see like the skin on the top you okay. know what i mean so not long enough to can make you tell tats. that's a feminine hand uh yes mm. do uh, they do nail polish they yeah, have nail she polish has, she okay. has nail polish she has uh red nail polish i mean of in course. the 60s it's black and white so you can't yeah. tell but in the revival right. um, it looks like red nail polish how do you think i felt when i saw that my nails were the same pretty much the same length and shape as morticia adams i feel like you were living your best life exactly. i was like what am i doing here i was just about to compliment you on your nails actually oh thank uh, you that since we're talking about hands I always, a lot thank you so much <laughs> yeah. 
I appreciate that. <laughs> this is really that. just become a Ew, discussion about hands. There's a picture where um, this must be from the original 60s where there's like two boxes and hands are coming out of them and it's, <laughs> it looks like thing and lady fingers and they're sexy. like touching and it's like oh sexy. I mean how <laughs> else will sh- hands show their appreciation? Yeah. When, when hands touch. Yeah. When hands touch. <laughs> but yeah, well, thing was yes. definitely the my MVP, favorite character. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Really did a lot. The to- Morse code. The Morse code was great. I was dying at that scene when he's trying to do um, sign language language, and he's like, it's too fast. It was too fast. It was very fast. (laughs) And then he decides Morse code is quicker. And I'm like, freaking Gomez, get him a working pen. Right. You can write the whole thing down. Do you know how to spell your name in sign language? Because I know how. Of course I do. I do. Uh, I think this is, oh, crap. I kept calling myself Tara by accident. Yeah, that's T. Crap, I always do that. Yeah, S, S is S. this with the thumb. Oh, okay. S A R A. Yeah. 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 Very it. easy. But I kept I kept introducing myself as Tara by accident. <laughs> <laughs> Which is fine. Like I don't care yeah. if people think my name is Tara, but I do. Okay. <laughs> I care very much. Um, yeah, you see, I did it again. I, I will smack you in the face with thing mm-hmm. if you call Sarah Tara. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so we have to talk about the villains in this show. Because... We're not going to talk about Gate. Oh, I'm sorry. sorry. Just kidding. Who is Gate? <laughs> the the literal Gate. Oh, the Gate. Okay, I was like, who is this character Gate? No, I just think it's so funny when yeah. the accountant was coming in and Morticia was like, oh, look at that. He's playing with Gate. <laughs> yeah, it's very, it like closes yeah. him in. Yeah. Um, we have what Tully Alford played by uh, Daniel Hedaya. Hedaya. Hadaya, Um, I recognized him. He's been yeah. in like a lot of stuff. Everything. You know who he is, Sarah? No. Cher's father in Clueless. Yeah. Oh, of course. Of course. What's that? A dress. <laughs> Calvin Klein. Calvin Klein. <laughs> um, so he plays the lawyer. Um, Tully? and then uh, Tully, yes. Um, and his wife, Margaret. Um, and so they're trying to like infiltrate because of this con artist, Abigail Craven, um, who has like a, an adopted son, Gordon, that looks just like Uncle Fester. Now, let me tell you something. Mm-hmm. Uh, the amount of time that they spend solving the central mystery of how the hell she found Fester, about 5.2 seconds. <laughs> they're just like, <laughs> I did find him in a net. Like what? a net? What are you yeah, talking about? Like, like, okay, number one, why was she down in the Bermuda Triangle? Right? I feel like that's a good question There's as well. So, I have so many questions about what happened, about yeah. like how he got there, about how she found him. Yes. So I think it's a big coincidence that I I guess they always say the best way to lie is to tell a half truth. Yes. So I think like it was intelligent to be like, okay, so let's try to figure out how we, I, how like I found you as the German social securities officer. Okay. I found you in the Bermuda triangle because, and that's good because it's a half truth because she really did find him in the Bermuda triangle. Um, And then I suppose, so they said like the timing is off because she was like, I found you in the Bermuda Triangle and then we brought you back right away. But in reality, it was 25 years. Why did she keep him for 25 years? What did she want with him? A companion? It seems like it was just companionship and someone to do Mm. her dirty work for her. 
Because yeah. he seems very much like the guy who's been shaking everyone down. I don't know if mm-hmm. she's a loan shark of some kind. I don't... Yeah, she is. She's a okay. loan shark. And that's who Tully owes money to is, okay. is her. And it seems like she's just been using him as muscle. Mm-hmm. And, and you know, and having a very close, weird relationship with him. Because there's that yeah. scene where he's just like kind of laying on her bosom. And, yes. and like, hey, listen to my heart. It says, Gordon, I love you. Gordon, the vault. And just—I <laughs> <laughs> bet you all didn't know I had all these voices. That's so no, good. A voice actor. He really did think that that was his mom, though, because he, he had amnesia. Because well, yeah. he had amnesia that somehow lightning cured. Yes, that's yeah, how as it, works. it does. Yeah. yeah, that is how it works. Which I also loved. I loved the vault, doctor, the vault situation with the booby traps, where the books are like do things that they say they're going to do on the title. Um, mm. loved that. That was amazing. As a doctor, I can tell you. <laughs> <laughs> That's how it works. That's how exactly. it happens. Those books were reminding me a lot of the Page Master. LT, have you ever seen the Page Master? No. Oh, this is um a cartoon from the 90s, and it is so good. I think it has it has Macaulay Culkin or that little boy that looks just like Macaulay Culkin. And basically <laughs> it starts out as a live action film and then he gets sucked into a book and then it becomes an animated film. And the books, like the there's a pirate book and the pirate book was acting like a pirate. And then it, it's such a good movie. Um, I know Jess has never seen it because I've brought it up to her before, no, but somebody out it. there knows what the page master is. Um, yeah. Yeah. If Sorry, you know what I the just, page master is, please just, write in to, uh, what is your email? The page master. Uh, <laughs> no, no. What? at gmail.com. Yeah, I was about to get my real email address um, out there. Oh, just give be... out Mike Bloom's email it address. It is Macaulay Everyone Culkin, by the way. Uh, okay. So it's always good. Macaulay Culkin. It is. It is. Yeah. Um, the one character we have Hey, Christopher really... Lloyd's in that movie, too. Look at that. Look at that. Whoopi Goldberg, yeah. Patrick Stewart, Leonard yeah. Nimoy, this cast. Yeah, see? We, I always wanted to cover the Page Master. You, well, you... it's a 94 movie, so we can. Wait, somebody gave it a one-star review on Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> you suck. You don't know me. Um. <laughs> anyway, the one character we haven't touched on yet is Grandmama, who is, like, constantly just making weird concoctions and one of my favorite moments in the movie was when morticia says to wednesday wednesday play with your food and she like (laughs) is trying to poke the food as it moves (laughs) yeah you gotta play with it Mm -hmm. um so there's like this thing where in the show it was supposed to be what like gomez's mother but in the movie it's morticia's mother Mm -hmm. and then did you know jessica that there's actually an Adams Family Broadway show as well. No, that sounds wow. fun. Yeah, I, I went to go see it with my aforementioned mother-in-law who taught me piano, but not really. Yeah. Because I'm unteachable. Was it good? <laughs> From what I remember, is very good. Oh. I think um, Nathan Lane played Gomez. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Yeah. That yeah. is some miscasting. <laughs> <laughs> it's become this has become one of my favorite things uh as you know sarah and i will discuss uh very soon is uh talking about people who are 
improperly cast and yeah. looking at you mcnulty mm-hmm. looking at you buddy yeah mm-hmm. um, yeah yeah check out the their full series crown recap up over at uh, pushercaps.com for um season five coverage of the crown they're covering the whole kit and caboodle in one uh one podcast um, We're I'm still just covering the kit. Someone else can do the caboodle. Someone can do the caboodle. I'm only on epi- up to episode seven so far, but yeah, so far McNulty ain't doing it for me. Yeah. Um, How dare you cast someone with lips in this role? <laughs> <laughs> that's my question. Yeah, but I, you know, that's just me. Hmm um yeah i mean overall i absolutely adored this movie um and i would definitely watch it again i know a lot of people feel like it gives them big like tim burton vibes just because of like the visual but to me i'll be honest and say like i didn't feel the tim burton vibes because it felt too like silly kooky Mm -hmm. um whereas tim burton also often gives me the willies and this did not give me the willies (laughs) it would be a very different movie if it was directed by tim burton i think that Mm -hmm. at one point it was uh offered to him but it did not come into fruition Mm -hmm. um yeah but i really loved it i i definitely think sarah we're gonna have to come back and do adam's family values because i love this movie so much i really want to watch the sequel the sequel yeah. is better than the original movie. Honestly. I think so too. I I it was I was telling Jess, Jess um has the sentiment with Halloween Town that she went into it thinking it was the sequel when we first watched the yes. original. Yes. And I felt the same way. I have like very distinct memories of the sequel. Um I mean the long and the short of it is I think like uh no not no major spoilers, but Wednesday and pugsley um gets sent off to day camp or to sleepaway camp and i feel like the the thing it works best when they are like fish out of water Mm -hmm. like that's like they're the weirdos yeah that's when it's like really funny because it's just i mean when we see them in their own world it's very interesting but when we see them trying to interact with other people that's where a lot of um like of the like you know they're supposed to be the weirdos but then they make everybody else seem like the wackadoodles yeah but i like that i feel like it makes sense that this episode comes or this this movie comes first so we see their home life and then we can see them Mm -hmm. outside of their element because i really loved this movie and so i could see i mean if you're if everyone's everyone that i've talked to has said that the sequel is better and if the sequel is better then it's like wow that's something to look forward to because i thought this Mm -hmm. movie was absolutely fantastic like it hit every note for me of being like silly it held my attention which is something that movies oh, yeah, today have good. a tough time doing um it was really silly i thought every character was so original and different and obviously yeah. massive credit to the original like writer charles adams who created the adams family as a cartoon to begin with but i did they all just felt so interesting and different and dynamic that i was entranced the whole time yeah uh i just I thank you all for giving me this opportunity to take a little trip uh, down memory lane. I have not seen this movie in maybe two decades or something wild like that. Um, Just because, you know, it was something that I used to watch all of the time. Mm -hmm. But, you know, as I think one of the things that's so magical about this podcast is that as you grow older, 
you get caught up in just living everyday life and trying to just make it through, especially given everything that we've faced as a country and as people uh, with the, you know, uh, with COVID and everything that's happening politically, you, everyone is just trying to make it through unscathed. Yeah. And the great thing about this podcast is that you all really go back to our roots and it's nostalgic, but with a purpose. I think a lot of nostalgia really is just out there to capitalize on its nostalgicness. Mm-hmm. Uh, but this is like, you know, you really do learn a lot from like looking at what the movies and television of our time growing up taught us. And I just really am grateful for the opportunity to come onto this podcast, to be able to revisit something that I loved so, so much growing up and to, to see that it's, it's held up so great. Yeah. It makes me happy. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for those words. I'm curious, what do you expect from Wednesday, the new series? Can you remind us Mm -hmm. um, where it's going to be streaming? And then do you know when it starts? I believe it starts on November 23rd, if I'm not mistaken. Okay. Um, Let's see. Uh, I think it's Netflix. November 23rd is a Wednesday. It's definitely on Netflix. Okay. Hey. Because if they did yeah. not release it on a Wednesday, I would yeah. have. I, I would. I would fire the whole marketing team. The entire podcast <laughs> would just be a diatribe about why it should have been released on Wednesday. Yeah. Perfect. Um, <laughs> at least we can skip that segment. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. we don't have. We don't need that segment anymore. Uh, but yeah. So one of the things that I. Uh, a few things. The first is. I'm excited about the casting because they are casting Latinx uh, yes, to play absolutely. the role. Absolutely. I mean, after all, like Gomez, that is right. a Latinx name. So, right. um, um, I mean, it's weird because, you know, there's always some question about whether or not, because there could be Adams family. Mm-hmm, and I, mm-hmm. I guess it could be said because a lot of names uh, were Americanized, no. uh, you know, when people came over here. So that's a possibility that that happened. But a name like Gomez, like you said, Sarah, is definitely a name that you would associate with like a Latinx person. So uh, with casting Jenny Ortega as Wednesday, they decided to like make her family Latinx as well, which I think is great. Fred Armisen is also going to be, I think Fred Armisen is playing Uncle Fester, if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. Um, which should be interesting because that actor is always doing something funny. Um, so I'm, I'm really looking forward to that. Uh, and I think what the show is going to be the way that I've seen it pitched through the commercials anyway, is kind of like Wednesday goes to Hogwarts. That's what Ooh. I'm, I'm looking at some like stills, um, from the show. First of all, the casting, be- I-, I think they all look so good um and i see thing hanging out on wednesday's shoulders so yeah i'm jazzed about that is it Catherine zeta jones yes this? is morticia yeah, adams she's, yes. she's playing morticia which like Catherine zeta jones i haven't seen in a bunch of stuff recently mm-hmm. um the last thing i remember is her playing griselda that like woman who was the drug trafficker <laughs> um oh wow <laughs> yeah and also Oh, go ahead. Sorry. I was just going to say, if you don't know what I'm talking about, that's fine. Cause not a lot of people saw that. Um, <laughs> so it'll be interesting to see her kind of make a little bit of a comeback. 
um, yeah. Yeah, that's in her super. career too. I'm I mean, it reminds seeing... me. Oh, sorry, Jess. I was just gonna say, I'm also seeing Gwendolyn Christie is gonna be the principal. Oh yes. Um. So if you if you ever watch Game of Thrones, Brienne of Tarth, Tarth. is gonna be. Lo- I'm, I'm like or, I'm so thrilled by uh, that. Lucifer costume. Morningstar from. Uh, oh yes, one of the Star uh, Wars things, right? No, no. Uh, well, in Star Wars, she was Captain Phasma. Thank you. But Lucifer yes. Morningstar is from the Sandman. Oh, I still have to watch that. I haven't yeah. gotten around to it yet, but I do want to watch that show as still, well. No, I think we're. St- I think we maybe just got an announcement that the Sandman is coming back for another season. Oh, nice! I think. That's exciting. Um, which you know everyone had been waiting for for a really, really long time. Mm-hmm. Um, so anything that Gwendolyn Christie is in, I'm like down for. I love to watch her tower over everyone. Same. Give. Big female energy. I love tall. that. Yes. Let people live their tall lives. Yes. Thank you. It's one of the things that I love about casting Elizabeth Debicki as mm-hmm. uh, Princess Diana. Because Princess yeah. Diana was relatively tall. Yeah. Speak the truth. Five because foot ten, I yeah, believe. Five ten. And I just watched an episode. Like six two. I watched an episode where she was towering over, over Charles. Charles. Yeah. And I was like, you yes. stand over top it of It kind of is <laughs> interesting. Oh, I, maybe I should save this tidbit for tomorrow. But in the first, uh, in the fourth season of The Crown, when we first meet Diana, she's small. Like that actress yes. was yes. five foot five. I, I saw that. And it's kind of an interesting power dynamic because Prince Charles was such in the power position. Yeah. But mm-hmm. it, they allow Diana to tower over Charles because the in the fifth season because the power dynamic has shifted. Yeah, she's yeah. so they, they didn't like put him on an apple box or something because right. Charles is theoretically five foot ten as well. So there she's wearing the, the heels, baby. But she's wearing the height uh, the heels. And I think like Diana as a young girl would never have been allowed to be towering over him but once again the power dynamic has shifted back onto diana she is able to do what she wants to do yeah kind of yeah for sure see this is a great example of why you need to go check out sarah and lt talk about the crown over on posher recaps and why you definitely should be checking out the new wednesday show when it comes out uh, that also will be covered on posher recaps because I can't wait. I'm so excited to watch that show. I feel like it looks very fun. I like the cast. Um, Christina Ricci's also going to be in it, which my little I Yellow know. Jackets love and heart is so excited to see her back in Yellow Jackets that I need to like eat her up anywhere I can. Just yes. like, give me all the Christina Ricci Is content. it a cameo or does she have a proper role? She's on the IMDb, but I don't really, because I haven't seen the show, yeah. I don't well, know. Well, like, she's not yeah. one of the Adams, is, yeah. you know? Of, yeah. Well, Which I'm looking also, forward to watching it, too. I would bet that it's probably a cheeky little cameo, um, more so than anything yeah. else, because you wouldn't, I can't imagine Christina Ricci wanting to steal Thunder away from the actual portrayal yeah, of right. Wednesday. Right. Yeah. So we'll have to wait and see, but I'm That's really my head cannon anyway for the type of person that Christina Ricci is. <laughs> yeah. Don't know her at all. No. Yeah, but we, uh, but we think we, we just can feel the vibes. I, yeah, you know? I just decided she that she's a cool, cool lady. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, but yeah, thank you so much for coming on to the podcast, LT. This is a long time coming, and I'm so, so thrilled long. that we finally made it work and we got you on to talk about something, especially something for you that like you grew up loving. Yeah. Um, and it also just kind of the timing was Kismet because of Wednesday coming out. So I'm, yeah, thank you all so much for having me. Um, 
Is this where we plug? Yeah, D plug things. Okay. So um, we've mentioned it a million times, but I, I have to say that I like, I'm I'm so honored to be able to podcast about the Crown. This is a a show that I have loved for ever, like since yeah. the first season came out, and I binged it in a hotel room. Um, <laughs> yeah. I I remember like vividly. Uh, binging this in a hotel room and just falling in love with this show and now I'm at a point in my podcasting career where they're actually letting me say words about it so um, I covered the first episode uh, for the episodic coverage with Grace standing in for Shannon Gus Uh, will likely be making a return at some point during the season um, and if not at the end of the season to have a conversation about it And then Sarah and I are going to be talking about all of it. So if you binge The Crown like we have, then uh, please stay tuned because we are going to be talking about the entire season and everything that came before it. Total spoilers across the board, as well as our own personal relationship with the royal family. Um, So that's going to be a lot of fun. Um, I also recently was on the interview with the Vampire Podcast Ooh. with Grace and DM Philly, and I will be making my triumphant return to that podcast as well to discuss the season finale. Um, I will uh, be finishing up coverage of Atlanta. Uh, it is the series finale, folks. We are recording that podcast today. So if you've ever been interested in Atlanta, there's never a better time for you to check it out. It's all, all the episodes are now available on Hulu. And then you can listen to the, we got y'all crew. That's me and Mari and Chappelle. As we talk about a show that is near and dear to all of our hearts and uh, has produced some of the most fantastic Afro surrealism content that has ever existed. Um, And uh, I've also recently finished, uh, speaking of Halloween-y things, um, or if you just like being scared, The Haunting of Mike Flanagan is out there for you. Uh, Ariel and I uh, discuss all of the Flanagan universe that's on Netflix. And finally, I am, uh, oh, Wednesday also, c- got to put in the plug for that. Although <laughs> of we course. About it. But yes. finally, I am covering what I believe is the best show currently on television, and that is Andor. I have been going around preaching the gospel of Andor. I feel like it's become my personality. Me, DM Philly, and Brennan Fitzpatrick. And we'll be joined by some guests coming up toward the end of the run in Mike Bloom. And uh, Josh Wiggler is going to be making a return as well. Um, Andor is the best show that you're not watching. I would go as far as to say that you're not required to have seen any other Star Wars in order to enjoy Andor. Mm. Uh, It's brought to you by Tony Gilroy, who has brought us such great things as, uh, uh, sorry, uh, getting there. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Michael Clayton, all of the, um, the Bourne movies, um, you know, uh, Rogue One, um, Beirut, Nightcrawler, Devil's Advocate, Armageddon, just really great movies. Um, And that tradition is being continued along with Bo Williman, who uh, did House of Cards. So that's on Disney+. Plus. Feel free to check that out. 
And if you want to find me and figure out all of the things that I'm doing and also hear me or see me talk about um, <laughs> dipping my toe into online dating. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, follow LT on Twitter for yeah. those shenanigans. It's very fun. <laughs> follow me on Twitter at LK Starks. I'm still there. We'll see for how long. I've always wanted to be a part of a regime change, so I'm happy to to stay there for a little bit longer. And then you can follow me on Instagram at Stormborn1222. Is that enough? Am I doing yeah. enough? You're doing no. so much, LT. <laughs> so much. That's Check incredible. out LT everywhere. She's an amazing podcaster. I, Thank LT, you. anytime you're recommending something, I'm like, okay, that's it. It's all I need to hear because <laughs> LT knows what's up. She knows what's good. Thank you. Um, that's very nice of you. Um, but yeah, over here on Shit 90 Shows Taught Me, uh, you can listen to our Boy Meets World coverage, our Dawson's Creek coverage. We come out with those weekly. We're always putting out some bonus content every month. We should have something coming later in this month. And then we're in December, which you know what that means. Ooh. The holiday season. <laughs> uh, so we'll have, some, we'll have some crazy Christmas content. Wait, what sure does that mean you. again, Jess? It's crazy. <laughs> December gets wild. Um, so we'll be here for more bonus content. Of course, you could always follow us at Shit90spod on Twitter and Instagram, shit90spod.com. You can send us an email, uh, shit90spod at gmail.com. You can hear more of my voice over covering Mythic Quest on Post Show Recaps with Adam H. We're having a great time with the season three premiere. We just watched the first two episodes, loved them. So happy that show is back. Um, we're coming back with community building this week, season four, baby. Uh, not my favorite season, but I'm really excited to return to community building. I've missed it. We've been away far too long. Um, Sarah, where else can people find you if they want to check out what you're up to? Uh, at Sarah Ferguson. Yeah, on, on Twitter. Twitter until something changes. That's where you can find <laughs> all of us. Um, yeah. Thank you all for listening uh, along with the Adams Family content. Um, hopefully we'll come back at some point with Adams Family Family Values because I really want to watch that movie. But I, I'm not going to watch it until we're going to cover it because I, I have to come in I would love to come back for it if you yes. all would have me. Perfect. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, all right. Thank you all for listening. We will talk to you all next time. Have a good one, everybody. Bye. Just ask. Shit 90 shows taught me